0: This is episode two of the full-time podcast producer, and we're asking the question, can you be a full-time podcast producer and work from home? The answer is yes, by the way. You know, in this show, we cover a lot of topics from a very unique perspective because there is so much in podcasting and there's so much in production that that overlaps. And you might not think that it does. But if you ever throughout this show hear me talking about a topic and it's directed at one specific niche, don't immediately assume that it doesn't relate to you and your journey in podcasting. Because if you already are the person in charge of recording, editing, and publishing your podcast, you're a podcast producer. It might not feel like an official title, but you're literally producing a podcast. So a lot of the topics when they come up really are going to pertain to you wherever you're at in podcasting because while you might not be the person in charge of editing and and going through the whole process for for your podcast someone is so you can better understand what they do and then also we're going to just talk about podcasting in general at different times in this program but this episode I wanted to answer another question regarding podcast production. Is it possible? Is it, is it possible to make a full-time income working from home remotely as a podcast producer? Is it possible to sit down and take the system that you have for your show that you already are fine-tuning, that you're already using that asset that you've created for your show? Is it possible to take that and turn it into a career or, or a job or a freelance profession. Yeah. And we're 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 gonna talk more about how. I'm I'm not gonna just leave it leave it there. That would be obnoxious. But it, it's important for some of us to hear that. I know that when I was getting ready to do this, I didn't take this career, that this career path seriously. I, I thought this was just a recreational thing and that to really, really be someone who was producing a show you you had to be part of corporate. You had to have a, a degree in in audio engineering and and you don't you you really really don't. So it's it's like any other skill. It's something that you can learn. And once you've established your value and your process and just what it is that you're selling, it's up to the client. To decide if they want to buy from you. And then at that point, the better you get at marketing and sales and being a business professional, the better you're going to be at securing clients and yada, 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 yada. Future episodes way down the road. Don't worry about that right now. But I wanted to just clear the air. It is possible. Now, I'm going to give you some steps, I'm, I'm going to give you a rough path to, to getting to this point. And we're going to do a deeper dive into that later down the road. I actually have a series mapped out that we're going to do, and I'm, I'm really excited to start recording that. But going into this, I want to just communicate to you, if you're prepared to do business, if, if you're going to be a freelancer, if you're going to be a professional at something, if, if you're wanting to be the best that it's possible for you to be at this, I personally would like to be one of the best that there ever was at this, then there's a degree of drive that you have to bring to the table. And drive is usually built off of the concept of why. Why do you want to be a podcast producer? And your why can really be anything that it needs to be to get you out of bed in the morning. My why, just to be transparent, I'll, I'll do another episode down the road that just kind of introduces my road to getting to where I'm at right now. It's, it's not really relevant at, at this moment, but my why really consists of is I have a wife that I love very, very much. And someday we want to have a family and I want to financially support them and, and all the other things that come with the American dream. And I want to actually enjoy what I do for a living. And for me, that's audio. I love this business. I love audio. So, so much, whether it's doing voiceover, whether it's doing audiobooks, whether it's doing radio or whether it's doing podcasting, which is, which is my favorite thing in in the industry. That's my why. And, and for me that that's enough to get me to where I, I am at right, right now, but that's something that you have to establish or I would recommend that you establish before really going into setting all this up, setting up what your business model is going to be like setting up what it is your show's going to look like. If if you're just here to create a podcast, but I really want to just give you that to, to to take away. What is your why for becoming a podcast producer? You want to ask me if it's possible? The answer is yes, but I'm going to want to know from you, why are you wanting to do this? Let's assume you have a why. Let's assume that you have all that. I have a rough roadmap that I've put together, and I say rough because it's actually pretty specific, but the whole reason that I'm saying rough is because I'm just going to do a shallow overlook of the path that I map out for people to follow when it comes to becoming a podcast producer. So we're going to start at step zero. These are numbered one through five, but there is a step zero, and that step zero is make your own show. If you listened to the last episode, you're going to know that I hinted at the fact that podcasting is a tool or a vehicle that is used to get you connected with the people who are going to help you achieve your goal. We are the five people that we surround ourselves with, and if you have a podcast, it drastically increases, if you know how to use it, which we'll we'll talk about later, to provide value to the people that have provided value to you. If you know how to build those strategic alliances, those those beneficial friendships where you come in and, and you both know how to help each other, you know how to provide value to each other, and that, that really helps you become a more rounded person. What if just a few of the five people you were surrounded with turned out to have written that book that changed your life? Or who offers that course that helped you get to the next spot you needed to be in your business. It can happen, and podcasting can get you there. But if you're going to become a producer, and you haven't started your own show, and you don't know the process, then there's going to be a problem. If I go up to someone and I tell them, hey, I can get your podcast launched and up on the market in 30 to 60 days and I've never launched a podcast before, I am in trouble. There's no amount of reading blog articles or watching YouTube tutorial videos that is going to prepare me for some of the issues that can come up in launching and creating a podcast if I haven't done it already. If I haven't gone through and figured out what it is, I don't know. And finding out what the answers is. Because at that point, if you've been hired, you are the expert you are the professional you are the one that they are going to turn to and say the buck stops with you so that's step 0 start a podcast go through it go go through make some mistakes and also start to build your own audience start to build your own brand start to figure out what it is you are going to do with your podcast to to network and establish expertise and to connect with and educate an audience so that you can talk to your clients as a peer there's so many things that comes with starting your own show. Step one, when we actually get into the numbers that hold value is master the outline and the process for your podcast. Once you have that mastered and, and you've taken it and you've broken it a couple of times without consequences of, of, of uh, losing a paycheck and, and you go through and you, you fine tune this, now you have a product to sell. And once you have a product to sell, you can actually go to step two, establish the services that you are going to offer and price them. By now, in this step process, you're going to know what your knockout punch is. For me, it's audio production. It it is editing. It is providing the assets and connecting the people that you need to go ahead and have a nice a cast, I, I suppose. I, I I don't work with a ton of casts, but having a cast or or just ha- having whatever you need to sound good. And then in post to make you sound even better before we hit the publish button. And, and that's the foundation of our business. That's what a lot of that is built off of. But for you, maybe you hate audio editing and you don't want to do that eight hours a day, which granted, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to be doing a lot of things for about 12 hours a day. But let's say you don't want to be a video editor, but you love managing the process. You love helping people get connected and, and just being on top of multiple shows. Or you want to be a project manager. Or or you could be wanting to get into marketing and that side of podcasting. You'd still be a producer, depending on what the description of producer was for whatever job you were applying for or, or project you were bidding on. But you want to know what tools you're wanting to offer from your toolbox, and more importantly, what it is you don't want to do, what it is you don't want to get stuck doing for someone else's show, because then things, things fall apart and you end up wondering, why did I ever become a podcast producer? I, I don't enjoy these shows. But once you decide what it is you're going to be doing and, and figure out your pricing, you can define your ideal client. This is something that you're going to be doing, really all these steps you could be doing forever, but this is something that you're going to be doing and making it finer and finer and finer tuned. Because as you get to know different clients out there, you may get stuck with your first client and it not be a wonderful experience. I'm, I'm blessed to be able to say that my first two clients were absolutely amazing. It was hard work. There were a lot of things that I did that I don't do now for my other clients, but it was, it was a great learning experience and I, and I got so much out of that. But as I've gone on, I've really niched down into what my target audience is. Most of my outreach, when it comes to who I'm reaching out to, comes to who it is I'm wanting to work with, I have this nice little circle. And in that circle is my ideal client. And outside of that is the clients that I know I work really, 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 really well with. And if I don't have an ideal client to fill in that gap, I have a almost ideal client that fills in that gap. And then outside of that are going to be the people that I don't work with. The shows that I know are not for me, whether it's a topic, whether it is the person behind the paycheck, whether it's just a person that, or, or, or the industry that, that the show might be about. It's just irrelevant to what I'm wanting to do in my day-to-day work as a podcast producer. Defining your ideal client will really help you get clarity in where it is you're wanting to go with this business. Number Four, pitch to that market, and that's something that we we could do a whole series just in general with there's so much that goes into pitching, there's so much that goes into sales what i'll say is is just this: Find out how to sell to that audience, find out how to sell in general. If you haven't read a sales book, if you don't have a sales mentor and I don't mean someone that you know directly, someone that just has a lot of content literature out there that you could learn from, Zig Zigler. Joe Peachy, There's a lot of names out there that you could go to, but that's something that you need to invest in learning how to do specifically to that ideal market and with what it is you're wanting to offer to that market. And then finally, deliver and improve your services. After you land those clients, you're going to figure out where the holes are in the machine that you've put together what needs to be tweaked, what needs to be fine-tuned, what you did wrong last time, and what it is you need to do right this time. And all these things really, really help you get better and better and better at what it is you do. So if there ever is something that breaks, be good at fixing it and recognizing it quickly and and foreseeing it coming so that you can either fix it before it happens or, or be ready when it does But don't let the same mistake happen twice. Really, really get good at what you do. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there. If you have any questions, if there's anything that you would like to have talked about more on, I think I'm saying that wrong, but if there is anything that you would really like to do a deep dive on as far as an episode, go ahead and reach out. Let me know. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'll have a link to that in the show notes down below. Also, be sure that you are subscribed to the show and you leave a five-star review. We launch this show every Tuesday and Thursday morning, so you get double doses and a lot more content throughout the week in exchange for just having a smaller podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you're learning something, guys, and I'll talk to you really, really soon.